Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Uh, as Susan said, it's great to have Carissa, and she's brought along her father as well, uh, which, is, <laughs> which is great. Uh, Paul and Evelyn uh, run a church, a pastor of a church called Eternal Harvest Church in Kuala Lumpur. And uh, are you still at Lorongatang? Or is that an, up, an old address? Lorongatang 1? No? No? I looked up your address where you used to meet. No? The Lorongatang 1. Your website's wrong. Well, not your website. The information on the web is wrong. Kuala Lumpur. Anyway, uh, they're in a, a lovely church there. And uh, they're a great family. And I really... As Susan said, really pleased in the fact that they're here this morning on our, our first Sunday in this building. And uh, Paul's a man of prayer. He's, uh, Susan said, they're like a family, they're a friend to us, they're an ally in spreading the good news of Jesus, and, uh, which is wonderful, across the world. And he studied in Australia, didn't you, in, in Perth uh, for the ministry. You think so? Long was it so long ago? <laughs> and it's wonderful, to, wonderful also to have Praveen here from Manchester. Him and his family. Yes, yes. Please welcome them. Uh, he Praveen has been hosting uh, Paul and Carissa in their time in the UK. And you go home a week on Tuesday, don't you? Yeah, that's wonderful. Let me just pray, and then uh, we'll uh, release him to you. <laughs> Father, we thank you uh, for this opportunity of um, hearing your word from a man from afar. Thank you, Lord, that uh, your good news often comes from afar. And I just ask your blessing on Paul, ask your blessing on his church back home, that as he blesses us uh, here this morning, that you will bless uh, his church in Kuala Lumpur, with every, everything they need, everything they need, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the new people who are coming along. Thank you for the benefits and the blessings <clears throat> that they have had just recently. And we ask you, Lord, you continue that blessing. Be with them. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Okay, Paul, come and bring God's Word to us. Just one thing before uh, Paul comes. I nearly forgot. He's like a jack-in-the-box. He's up and down. Um, actually, two things, okay? I'll mention the first thing, uh, but I don't want you to forget this. Paul's written a book, and it's called Using God's Word, uh, Believer's Meditation and Prayer Book. This is a brilliant book. I was having a look at it before the service began. And he's got some copies here this evening, or this morning even, and, and my mind's all over the place. And uh, uh, if you'd like one, and you haven't got the money with you this morning, then take one, but put your name down. We'll have a sheet of paper, put your name down, and we'll send the bailiffs around when you don't pay. <laughs> when you don't pay. Okay, it's four ninety nine. okay? It's a great investment. It's a book there for meditations and for prayers, and it's a book that you'll use again and again and again in your private devotions. And uh, he's put it together wonderfully. 
So please uh, avail yourself of a copy of that. And secondly, I just want to say, just to bring you up to news, uh, Susan and I and my brother Tom and Elaine were down in Bristol yesterday, last night actually, um, celebrating the life of Ray, who some, some of you know, my brother-in-law Ray. And uh, we celebrated with about, I don't know, three or four hundred, maybe more, uh, people there uh, yesterday afternoon, just celebrating the fact of what he had done in his life and the way he had preached the gospel and the way he'd been a faithful husband and father and, uh, and friend. And uh, they put on some uh, sort of memories of the, some of which I remembered only too well, unfortunately, from 30, 40 years ago. And uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. And thank you for your prayers. And uh, my sister's doing well. She's doing well. She's, she's getting by. And it's a time of mourning for her. And that comes across from time to time, as you can imagine. But on the whole, she's doing uh, just great. So, uh, and we also met some old friends that we haven't seen for 25, 30 years. Boy, they've aged. <laughs> And they said the same to me. Uh, but, but it was wonderful uh, to see them, <clears throat> particularly <clears throat> uh, people, one or two that you know, Clive and Jane, uh, people who have been buddies of ours for a long time that we haven't seen for many, many years. And uh, Clive and Jane are going to come and see us. And I said, if you're going to come and see us, then Clive, you're going to have to preach. So he's going to come and spend a weekend with us, and, and he'll bring God's Word to us in the not-too-distant future. So it's all good. Okay, Paul, now's your time. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> okay, God bless. Well, good morning to every one of you. It's, it's real wonderful to be here in this the new church, new building, wonderful. But the old pastor, the same, <laughs> the same old pastors. Uh, <laughs> right. All right, I'm so delighted to be here. And I just felt... You know, you know, coming here to be part of the family. And uh, Pastor Jack and Pastor Sue has impacted our lives so deeply. Uh, in fact, you know, when we started the Eternal Harvest Church in Kuala Lumpur, it was through the prophetic ministry, the prophetic word that Pastor Jack and Sue brought to us. And we felt, you know, the Lord was speaking to us to start that work in Kuala Lumpur. And they have come, you know, many times to minister to us in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, they are not only pastors for the Freedom Center, but they are pastors to many pastors, all right? And their impact is so great. And uh, wherever they go, they are pastors to the pastors, you know, whether it's India or Malaysia, you know, many parts of the world. And they have so much to give. They have so much to impart to the body of Christ, the worldwide. Amen? So you guys are blessed to have Pastor Jack and Pastor Sue, all right? And I'm so happy to be here. And I believe... Uh, so 30 minutes. I'm given 30 minutes, so let me keep my time. All right. And I'm so delighted to see, you know, Pastor Tom, um, a wonderful senior man of God. So he's here to check on my preaching <laughs> and his wife. And of course, my good friend, uh, uh, Praveen and Priya, a good friend of us. So I'm so blessed to be here this morning. Um, I just felt the Lord has put a, a word, you know, for this church, a prophetic word for this um, you know, for this church, and I'm going to, and I'm going to share it. You know, from the book of Acts. If you have your Bible, I want you. You should have your Bible, all right? Uh, the book of Acts, chapter eleven. 
All right, this morning I want to talk about you know, the Antioch church, the model church. I believe God is raising this church as a model church you know, for this community. Amen? So do you believe that? Okay, uh, only two person agree you know, that God has called this church. I mean, it's a model. God bless both of you. Thank you so much. I got two supporters here. All right. I, I, okay, book of Acts chapter 11, verses 19 onwards. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia. Uh, as far as the Phoenicia, of Cyprus and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them. And a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. I mean, it's a fantastic. You know, the Jerusalem church was the first church. But something happened through the persecution. You know, through the persecution, it starts in Acts chapter 8, verse 1. All right? Through the death, you know, when Stephen was martyred, when Stephen was killed, the persecution has started. When we don't fulfill Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Acts 8, 1 will happen to us. When we don't fulfill Acts chapter 1 verse 8, which says, go into the world and preach the gospel, Acts 8 will happen to us, which is the persecution. And in the midst of the persecution, God's purpose and plan prevailed. Right? In, in Acts chapter 11 and verse 19, he says, they were scattered by the persecution. All right? And from Jerusalem, the people were scattered. And it's amazing how, you know, God moved among the people. The Jerusalem church was, I mean, was the first church. But the Antioch church, if you look at the Antioch church, it became the focal point for world evangelism and mission. The Antioch church is a model church. It's a church that's a focal point for world evangelism and a mission. And I believe, you know, that's the call that God has called this church, the Freedom Center. All right, that you're not just limited, you know, within these four walls of this church. All right, I believe, you know, this, you know, it's a call of God upon this church, like an Antioch church, a model church, a church for world evangelism and mission. If you look at Antioch, it's a, you know, the third, you know, largest uh, city in the Roman Empire. It was intellectual, it was a cultural, it was a commercial in the center of the ancient world. All right. And it is in Antioch, the Christians were named Christian, you know, for their Christ-like living. All right, the first time the believers were called Christian in Antioch, right? And all this while, the mission work was just among the Jewish people. All right, in verse 19, it says they were spreading the word only among the Jews. But something happened. God began to break the barrier, the cultural barrier. The gospel is being brought to the heathen world. There's a boundary that has been broken. The gospel is not only for the Jewish, but also for the Gentiles. Right? I believe this church has a special call you know, to reach out to all nations. Right? As Pastor Jack and Sue travel worldwide, right? and they're being pastors to not only for this Preston, but also for the many people, the heathen world, you know, that I'll call it, all right? the heathen world that you guys are pastors you know, for the heathen world. 
you know something you know that happened and i want to share with you you know the characteristic of antioch church the characteristic of a model church all right okay number 1 it is an evangelistic church you know one thing i like about this church antioch church is a evangelistic church and this church is not been started you know by apostle paul or peter or james or john this church was started or was planted by ordinary people ordinary people everyone preached at antioch the disciples who were scattered they preached the gospel everyone preached the gospel right everyone you know began to bring the message of the gospel you know the bible says in verse 20 uh, uh, you know the last part you know telling them the goodness about the lord jesus the lord's hand was with them i believe the lord's hand is upon this church the lord's hand is upon freedom center i see the lord's hand upon this work that no matter what happens the lord's hands upon this work on the freedom center the lord's hand was on them and great number of people believed and turned to the lord when the lord's hand is upon our life upon this church great number of people will believe and turn to the lord amen everyone was an evangelist you know they didn't say you are the pastor you should be doing all the preaching but everyone was involved everyone was involved in sharing the gospel everyone took the gospel to the hidden world and that's what the freedom center is all about that each and every one of you are called to bring the message of the gospel to your neighbors it's not only the work of the pastors or the leaders everyone is called to bring and one of the wonderful characteristic of the antioch church was that everyone preached the gospel everyone has a burden for evangelism everyone went and told the gospel of jesus to their neighbors and great number of people turned to the lord amen the first thing that i see about the antioch church it was evangelistic church amen i like to encourage in a freedom center be an evangelistic church begin to speak to anyone everyone that you meet on the street i tell you this place will never be enough if everyone begin to reach to one person do you know if an evangelist preach the gospel and he get 1000 people safe per day per day right if an evangelist preach the gospel and if he get 1000 people safe per day he will reach the world in 13500 years okay 13500 years but if every member okay if a church has 100 member if every member reach out to one person if they reach out to one person if every believer reach out to one person the world can be reached in 30 years right the world can be reached in 30 years so I like to encourage all of you i see all of you as an evangelist i see everyone of you as an evangelist amen all right wherever we go shops restaurants anywhere look out for opportunity to share the gospel amen and that's what happened they were persecuted you know look at these guys they were persecuted in the midst of the persecution what they carried was the gospel they were scattered but as they went scattered they scattered the word the seed of the word of god the gospel in the midst of the persecution what they carried was the gospel 
the circumstance looks so adverse the you know the circumstance looks so gloomy they left their hometown they were persecuted in the midst of their persecution what they carried is the gospel the first characteristic of the book of uh, you know the church of antioch is it is an evangelistic church amen and i like to tell you this a great number of people believe and turn to the lord i mean what a fantastic phrase and that phrase is repeated again in uh, verse no 24 great number of people were brought to the lord great number of people even in the midst of persecution they able to bring great number of people to the lord amen so you guys are excited to be an evangelistic church All right i can see that you're not happy with this sharing <laughs> so i'll end my preaching in 20 minutes All right number 2 Okay the second characteristic of the Antioch church it is a mission minded church they were product of a mission it was a mission minded Antioch church is a springboard to world mission the Antioch church was a gateway to the global mission and i believe you know that's what the freedom center is all about because every time i meet pastor jack and pastor sue they're so mission minded they have so much to give the world is in their hearts their fathers to many pastors and they able to embrace anyone the black the white all kind of colors all right it's a global mission it's a mission minded church it's a springboard for world mission i pray that from this place many missionaries will be raised i pray that many many will go to many parts of the world to bring the gospel i pray that many will go to your neighborhood okay don't forget your neighborhood all right they are your mission field also right we are reaching out to the preston we are reaching out to england we are reaching to many parts of the world raising up missions missionaries you know from this place it's a springboard for world missions a gateway for global mission even though they were persecuted what they had in their mind what what you know what engrossed them you know what they were feel is the was the mission of god they were filled with the mission of god it's a mission minded church a church that sent a missionary all right look at acts chapter 13 verse 1 now in the church at antioch there were prophets and teachers and look at verse 2 while they were worshiping the lord and fasting the holy spirit said set apart for me barnabas and saul for the work to which i have called them the first missionary journey paul's first missionary second missionary and the third missionary journey started at antioch antioch is the place where the mission work started all right the goal of god's love is not a selfish enjoyment but sacrificial involvement it's so good to see people you know this morning been acknowledged you know we did the work is a sacrificial involvement that will build the church the sacrificial involvement is a mission minded church and i see when i look at this church is a mission minded church a church that will set apart many to go forth and do the mission work and touching the lives of people amen So are you a mission minded church? Some of you are very sad why why me? It's, it's, you know? You are very sad. It's evangelistic church. It's a mission minded church. And how many of you have read about William Booth? Okay, a great guy, all right? William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army. 
his book in darkest england and the way out appeared in 1890 it talks about how you know you know during that time you know the church of england you know were not reaching out to the people on the streets and he had a burden all right he had a burden in london one year he you know it, uh, it was reported there were 2100 uh, you know like uh, it's a 200 no sorry it's a 2157 people who have been found dead 2297 had committed you know suicide there were 30000 were prostitutes 160000 were drunks and more than 900000 were classed as paupers and you know during this time god used william booth and he began to reach out to the people on the street you know people who are outcasts you know those has been broken and god you know used this man and he traveled 5 million miles 5 million miles and preached 60000 sermon i mean what a man of god and in one time you know while while he was doing his ministry you know that he got you know blinded you know he couldn't see and he told his son all this while i did my ministry with eyes now i going to do without my eyes and they told of him a man who saw even without sight a man who had a vision without sight and he reached out to many people and in one time you know that he built so many churches and so many work and he reached out to so many people they had their first conference the first conference and they invited him and you know by that time now william booth was so weak and he could, and he can't travel and he sent his message his sermon and his message you know for the conference when they opened the letter they saw this only one word others the spirit of christ is a spirit for others a church is an organization that exists for others amen when he died there are 150000 families came to his funeral and that includes the queen of england who came you know to pay the last respect amen a mission minded church it is an evangelistic church they were filled with the gospel they were filled with the gospel of jesus everyone was preaching they didn't push the responsibility to the pastors or leaders everyone was preaching the church in antioch was founded by ordinary people i believe this is the era of ordinary people god going to use ordinary people to reach out to the world god going to use you and me to reach out to the world amen ordinary people this is your era this is your season nameless faceless people you know that god used to reach out the city of antioch amen number 2 is a mission minded church a church that's filled with a mission minded a church that sent out missionaries amen and the third thing that i see about the church of antioch in verse 22 news of this reached the church in jerusalem and they sent barnabas to antioch when he arrived and saw what the grace of god had done he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the lord with all their hearts he saw the grace of god a church is a place where the grace of god you know that we must see the grace of god in the lives of people the church wasn't in you know, a legalistic church it's a church that operated in the grace of god amen a church is a place where the grace of god must be seen in the lives of people all right you got gracious pastors here all right grace he saw the grace of god all right what do we see in our church 
what do we see in our church do we see the grace of god in the life of people i see the grace of god in the life of people amen in this place and barnabas saw the grace of god he was a good man full of the holy spirit and faith the kind of people that god is looking in the church is good man and also woman all right to, just to make the ladies happy full of the holy spirit and faith when you have these three qualities a great number of people will be brought to the lord there was a, such a quality that barnabas had and not only that my third point a church that raised new leaders or i would say a church that raised many pauls and barnabas went in verse no 25 then barnabas went to tarsus to look for saul the lord didn't ask him to look for saul but he did it god has many barnabas in this place and your work is to raise many pauls barnabas had no idea the guy that he going to touch and impact going to write the new third of the new testament barnabas went to went to tarsus to look for saul when he found him he brought him to antioch so for a holy barnabas and saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people the disciples were called christian first at antioch the teaching ministry the teaching ministry will build the people up and what you know barnabas did he went and look for saul i mean it is paul right i believe this church is going to raise many leaders i tell you pastor jack and pastor susan especially is raising up leaders they came and spoke many many times on leadership they are, you know their specialty is a leadership right i i i believe that many pauls will be raised in this place i believe there are many barnabas in this place that are going to raise many pauls the new leaders allowing others to come up we need barnabas in our churches allowing paul to come up he saw the grace of god he raised many pauls amen many pauls need to be raised paul's mission started in antioch Barnabas and Paul Barnabas and Paul as time went by it was Paul and Barnabas okay, look at verse uh, okay look at you know, chapter 12 verse no 25 when Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission so all right it says Barnabas and Saul as time went by chapter 13 verse 42 as Paul and Barnabas look at chapter 14 verse 1 at Iconium Paul and Barnabas as you read further the book of acts Barnabas name is missing is Paul 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 it was Barnabas and Paul Barnabas and Paul then later Paul and Barnabas Paul and Barnabas then the name Barnabas is missing from the scene you know from the text for Barnabas You know he didn't say oh I'm the one I'm the one that raised the Paul I should be in the limelight no as long as God's name is glorified Barnabas is very happy to allow Paul to go you know further and to go in front to do the work of God amen I believe that in this church we're going to encourage one another we're going to build one another we're going to raise many Pauls right it doesn't matter whether our name appears right whether people recognize us it's wonderful to recognize but let us do everything for the glory and honor of the name of the lord and not only that in the book of acts chapter 
Antioch Church is a church where they had a diversified leadership. Okay, chapter 13, verse 1. Now in the church at Antioch, Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, and there were so many names. A church with a diversified leadership. All right? Diversified leadership. There were many leaders who were raised at Antioch. I pray and I believe that many leaders will be raised from this place. It was an evangelistic church. It was a mission-minded church. And the thirdly, the church that raised many leaders. And fourthly, chapter 11 and verse 27. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters in Judea. They, they, this they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. The fourth characteristic of Antioch Church, it was a generous church. It was a giving church. They contributed significantly. Nobody told them to give. The Bible says, as, as each one was able, they decided to provide help. All right? They provided the help. They paid the suspicion of the Christian, you know, the Jewish Christian in, in Jerusalem. The Jerusalem church was wondering what God was doing among the heathen world. They had the suspicion and they paid the suspicion by contributing their giving. They were a generous church. And I know this church is a generous church. It's a giving church. Amen. You know, there's one thing that Pastor Jack, you know, preached. You know, when he came to our church, he preached something that really brought a breakthrough to us. You know, that he said this. You know, when he came to our church, he says this church will never be able to go to the next level without the giving of the people. You know, that was a powerful word that he gave it to us. We had our breakthrough in our church. He gave a very powerful message on giving. The church will never be able to go to the next level without the giving of the people. And the fourth and a characteristic of the Antioch church, it was a generous church. It was a giving church. It was, you know, they were giving to the mission. Our, di- our deeper commitment to mission need to be matched by greater giving. By greater giving. Amen? So the four characteristics. Number one, it is evangelistic church. Number two, mission. Number three, raising up many leaders. Raising up Pauls. Number four, generous church. And I pray these four characteristics will be found in this church. And I pray that great numbers of people will turn their hearts to the Lord in this city. I pray that, that you will have a richest harvest in this church, that many, many people will come and experience God in this place. Amen. Do you believe that? Or shall we stand in a forward of prayer? Are you happy? All right. The sermon is over, so definitely that you'll be happy. All right. Shall we just close our eyes forward of prayer? And this morning, you know, you know that I just felt the Lord is 
just prompting our hearts there are people here that the spirit of god is prompting your heart and say you need to share the gospel you need to share the gospel i pray that every one of you will be an evangelist in this church and number 2 there are cities and there are places the lord has put a burden in your heart a mission all right and some of you you know the lord is putting a burden for this community a burden for preston to reach out to the people on the street those who are heartbroken those who are without god and for some of you there's a great gifting and burden in your heart to raise leaders in this place there are many pauls that need to be raised from this place there are many barnabas that need to look for pauls barnabas saw paul he saw something in paul he saw you know the gift of god all right and i pray that many pauls will be raised in this place and for some of you the lord is speaking to your hearts about giving you have not been giving faithfully the lord is speaking to your heart to be generous in giving to bring your tithes and offering to see the breakthrough in your life in your finances all right and i believe as we do these four things these four things god going to turn many many people to him many hearts will be turned great number of people believe and turn to the lord great number of people believe and turn to the lord this is what going to happen to this church thank you lord now when everyone just take one minute and begin to talk to jesus i begin to talk to him what is the one thing the lord is speaking to your hearts what is the one thing the spirit of god is putting into your heart this morning thank you lord in the midst of persecution a church was built in the midst of persecution even the believers were scattered they carried the burden of the gospel to antioch ordinary people this is the era of an ordinary people this is the era of ordinary god going to use ordinary people people like you and me to reach out to the city thank you lord father this morning we thank you for your word thank you for this antioch church even though jerusalem was the first church it is the antioch church that brought the gospel to the world it is the antioch church lord that is a gateway to global mission and i pray father god the lord this morning this freedom church the freedom center will be like an antioch church a model church i pray that is stir the evangelistic work in this place i pray father there'll be many many mission work that will be lord god done lord through this church that many missionaries lord that be raised from this place i pray father that lord this church will be a church that raise many many pauls i pray that barnabas will take the rightful place in this church and they will raise many pauls and i pray there will be many missionary journeys lord from this place that many prophets and teachers were raised according to acts chapter 13 verse 1 in antioch lord i pray there will be many new leaders that be built from this place oh god i pray that this church will be known as a generous church as a giving church and i pray father that you will release a, a breakthrough a breakthrough in the life of these people even as they give
they were scattered they were in great need yet they gave they were scattered they were in great need yet they gave thank you lord bless this church bless pastor jack and pastor sue thank you god that you're going to honor their faith all the efforts lord i thank you that you're taking to the next level this church is going to the next level where lord god where they're going to see many lives being touched and transformed by the power of god a great number of people will turn their hearts to the lord father god i thank you that lord lord god that that you're taking this church into the next level where they're going to see a mighty breakthrough oh father this is just a beginning thank you father bless this church bless the leadership of this church let your presence always be in this place let christ be glorified in jesus name amen amen god bless you thank you so much for your patience for more information about our church or to access more of our resources please visit thefreedomcenter.com